0: What's good? You're listening to Wasted Radio. My name is Matt, and uh, it's been a busy week on the show, man. We've been doing a lot, but today I'm actually uh, pleased to bring you uh, MH Chaos. I've got the guitar player uh, it and I feel like I made a new friend. You're like the nicest guy in the world. Um, he's a busy guy. He's you know travels a lot, and he's in multiple bands. Uh, MH, he plays in Sector. Um, shattered realm i don't have any notes in front of me i'm just kind of spitballing here but uh you know we we talk about that in the show also his new band uh hold my own and you know he's a fantastic musician he's a great guitar player we talk gear we talk about the bands we talk about traveling and stuff like that um a couple little corrections that i wanted to issue before the show starts Uh, i did mention in the show about shattered realm playing in altoona i was actually talking about pittsburgh uh, and the other thing I wanted to say was, there's a part in the show where I kind of start. I, I like to make comparisons of bands to tell other people about them. Like, yo, check it out. If they're if you're into this, you'll be into that. And and I kind of get bury your dead, bury your dead vibes and District Nine vocal vibes uh, from Mh Chaos. But there's something else in there that you know I, I just can't put my finger on. And and I think that is what I love so much about this band. Um, it's rare that you know, I get so deep into like one single band and I've been listening to nothing but MH um, just on repeat because it just, uh, it just vibes, dude. It's just so hard. Um, You got to check it out. Uh, More recently, they put out a full length. At first they came out with a four track EP and uh, I found out about that through the This Is Hardcore podcast. Um, And then they did the split with a band called invoke so then fast break shout out fast break records um picked them up and they put out a full length for them and the record is just awesome um in the spirit of you know wasted radio we've kind of gotten away from doing the radio style show which there's going to be more of those coming up in the future but in the spirit of it uh, i just wanted to play a track off of that album real quick so before i get into the interview um I just want to play a track real quick from that album. This is the second track on the album. It's called Genocide, and again, it was put out by Fast Break Records. You want to get online and order that vinyl, uh, order a CD, do anything that you can to support these guys because, uh, like I said, they're doing it the right way. It's nothing but real. It's hard. Uh, After that, there's going to be the interview. I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks a lot. with Anchit from MH Chaos, Hold My Own Sector, every other fucking band. <laughs> and we were just talking about like when do you sleep?
1: <laughs> dude, I first of all thank you, man, for thank you for having me yeah of course on, of course. on your radio show, man. Um dude, I, I get good sleep for the most part. We hold my own just played New Jersey. Yeah, uh, for Shackled's record release on nice. Saturday, and I fucking uh, I slept on the floor of our Airbnb. Like, we got the cheapest Airbnb. Well, it was, it was fine. Like, it was a nice Airbnb. Yeah. But maybe the best situation wasn't there completely. But I was totally open to, you know, it was a night. I, I slept on the floor. I didn't sleep too much, so it's funny you talk about sleep, because I, I don't think I slept for, like, <laughs> you know, in a, in a couple of days, but
0: that's cool. Um, so, uh, just real quick, you said you played with Shattered Realm too. Um, yeah. did you come through Altuna?
1: Uh, did I play? Did I play yeah, yeah. it with, with 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 them? Yeah, I didn't. Okay, no, that um, no. I
0: have you played Altuna at all in any band?
1: D- no, I wish I no. i you were supposed to play Brick by Brick. Yes, before it with the pandemic, but that. Dude, yeah. We, I, I wish.
0: Yeah. Do you know Glenn? I think Glenn told me yeah. that you guys were. Yeah. I think Glenn told me you guys were supposed to play that. So
1: dude,
0: we'll, we'll definitely yeah. have you in town some, at some yeah, thank point.
1: You. I, I hope. I mean, sick. it looks like a really sick scene.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We we have uh we have a real cool crew of people here.
1: That's awesome, bro. It's,
0: it's dope. Yeah. Um, We've somehow kept it going this long. We're doing this uh, series on yeah. the show right now. Um, where I'm just having different people from our scene come on and talk about Altoona Hardcore. Oh, and dude. it's turning out really cool. Yeah, it's um I didn't even expect it. I thought it was going to be a one-episode thing, but it's yeah. You get these people talking and telling stories and memories and shit like that from way back. It's really awesome. So, yeah, we have That's something special here. We hope that you guys
1: can come through sometime. We'd love to have you. Thank you, dude. That's sick that you do that. I mean, like, and focus on... Like you're seeing, cause like yeah, yeah, we got to
0: put up for you know, we got to put on oh, for yeah. our town, yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, though, back to you. So you just played with Hold My Own at uh, the Shackled Release Show, which anybody who hasn't checked that album out, it's really good, dude. Um, yeah, yeah Shackled blew me away when I saw them, but um, tell me, how did that show go? Dude, it was
1: sick. Like one of my favorite hardcore shows I've been to in a minute. Just. And the lineup was crazy and yeah. like who played it? Venue, dude. Yeah, the venue was sick. I mean, it was great. Like Shackle played a great set. Sure. And like you said, the album's sick. Like,
0: Yeah, it's really good. Dude, yeah. yeah, I was listening to it at the gym. It's really good. Okay. And yeah, it gets you pumped up. How about uh, Gridiron played that too, right? Great set.
1: Yeah, it was so fun.
0: Yeah. It who was... else was on that bill?
1: Age of Apocalypse, End It, uh, okay. Never Again, Ineptitude. Um and uh, Fool's Game. Yeah, they played their first set actually. Oh, okay. So that was sick.
0: That's real cool. Yeah.
1: So, um,
0: how many shows have you played with Hold My Own? That
1: was the third. Okay. That was at, Yeah. I was gonna
0: say that's a pretty new band, right?
1: Definitely, dude. Yeah. Um, the first show we did was in Chicago. It was like the day before Fya started.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then. We played the Fya after show on Sunday, okay. and then we played this. So it was pretty cool that we got to play Chicago and New Jersey, yeah. and, and then in Tampa too. No, uh, thanks to Bob. So you spend a lot Sha- of time on the road lately.
2: It seems yeah, like. dude,
1: I'm, I'm grateful that like, it's fun to just hop on a plane or whatever, and I'm grateful to get get the chance to do that i mean it's fun it's definitely fun
0: yeah so so where do you call home is it chicago
1: yeah chicago, mm-hmm. chicago land area right now i live in aurora illinois it's okay. a suburb um in in the land area it's like just outside of it um yeah that's my home okay all right so
0: then how did you get uh linked up with the shattered realm guys
1: Oh, uh, Tony is a guy who plays and he plays in the band, he plays mm-hmm. bass and he plays in raw life. And, um, I would connect with him and raw life and sector did a split together. So yeah. you know, it was kind of there. And, uh, pretty much the story is, uh, we were planning to do like kind of a weekend thing, you know, a few of our bands, you know, uh, ended up being shattered realm, uh, sector, raw life, uh, Street Struck. Um, And yeah, and they I booked one of the shows, and we did Detroit as well. And they ended up needing meeting guitarists. And I kind of just learned it. And I did the set with them uh, at the show. And then it just ended up happening that they wanted to keep it going with me on it. So That's cool. That was cool. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's got to be real cool playing with a band like Shattered Rome.
1: Dude, it's awesome. I mean, I love the fucking songs and yeah. yeah, I mean, classics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm grateful. Like it's always fun. I always have a good time. They're great people in the band and I'm grateful to do those shows that, that we do.
0: Yeah. Okay. So um, that's all great and everything like that. I I wanted to, I, I didn't even know that you were playing with them, but I really want to talk about MH. Because, <laughs> because I got to be honest, man. Um, w- when I first heard, uh, I, I don't know what came out first. Was it the split or was it the EP?
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the EP demo was the okay. first
0: in the split. Okay, so the the EP is what I heard first, and like I said, I think I heard it on the This Is Hardcore podcast first, and yeah. the shit just blew me away. Like it, it's it's a mix of Um, anybody who hasn't listened to MH chaos, which I'm imagining, if you're listening to this, you have, but, um, it's a mix of, I don't even know, like that, like, there's like a bury your dead, like bouncy element to it. There's a, um, I have, I I get this vibe of like district nine from the vocals. Um, it's there's, I don't know. There's, I, 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 am I'm at a loss for words and I like that because, you know, uh, when I first found MH chaos and I was showing people, I was like, I normally like compare it to other bands. I like to, you know, I can't do that with your band. (laughs) and I like that. Like, I really think that, you know, I, I really think that the sound that you guys came up with, um, is just super unique. And I think that that's what makes you stick out like a sore thumb. Like it's hard to miss, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can't believe I haven't seen MH chaos live yet, but, yeah. So I'm rambling at this point. Uh, the no. evening, first thing I heard, um, thank and, you. yeah, dude, of course. I mean, and I heard word that you guys were putting something out on fast break. So I kind of wanted to talk about that. Um, mm. how did that happen? Everything like that.
1: Dude. Yeah. I mean, thank you. First of all, I, that's, I mean, appreciate those words. Uh, the barrier dead and district nine comments. Very cool. i know. never, yeah. Never heard those comparisons, but that that's very sick. Um, um, with Fast Break, it pretty much happened. Uh, I get like Bob booked us on Fya the first time we played, and after we got done playing, Joe Parkle asked us like, "Hey, do you guys want to do a record with me and Richie from Fast Break?" Mm-hmm. and um, and we're like, oh, I mean, fuck! That. We, that was the last thing that we expected to be asked when we got there. Yeah. Or we, we didn't know he, he we didn't know Joe even we didn't even know he would uh if he would even care or whatever. But he cares so much. He yeah, cares yeah. so fucking much. About us. So it's like I don't know. It was very uh, cool experience for us. So we're grateful and Fast Breaks awesome. So grateful for that and that linked up and fucking grateful for Carter from within, um, both amazing labels Mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of great people there. So from old to new. So like, just, yeah, I mean, us as a band are so grateful that these people invest time and I mean, essentially fucking money into this fucking band and to make this record happen and whatever. I mean, we didn't expect that shit, so. So, uh, when did you guys start? Um, I think it was 2018 mm-hmm. uh, was the release of the the demo that we put out. Uh, yeah, it was in 2018. Um, we kind of just started writing before that, and that year leading up to it, and put it out kind of, Um, just put it out ourselves uh, on it everywhere and Mm. had a friend put it out on tape and kind of just kept playing shows, did whatever in our hometown. And yeah, it just kind of fucking kept going from there. Um, We all kind of just were good friends for a while. And we had bands together before this one, Mm. Um, particularly me, TJ, and Alex, um, the drummer. Um, we played in bands, you know, for quite a bit.
0: Speaking but of, like, by the way, the, the drummer, he's tight. Dude, he's real tight.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm I'm grateful to be in a band with him. He's I've learned so much from him. It's just like watching him play. He's he's so damn good.
0: He's really good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree, dude. I agree.
0: So um Let's talk about the band name. Yeah. MH Chaos. It was a CIA operation. Talk about that. Yeah.
1: Uh, So it was meant to uncover like shady shit going on between like foreign relations, essentially between countries and people within the U.S. Uh, So uh, in in terms of our band, I I would say um, Dave, our singer, actually came up with the name idea he first came up with it mm-hmm. and in relation to our band i would say i think that it's just we read like i mean we're all kind of different kinds of people mm-hmm. we got different ideas on shit. i mean we but we all connect on so many levels as well and we bring so much different areas and backgrounds um like i'm indian dave's italian we've got you know um um, you know Spanish backgrounds and and all this different kind of shit that it's cool that we can represent who we are and bring it to different parts of the world and just represent Chicago and like bring that in hardcore. I yeah, think dude. that's just like what the name is to yeah. us. So yeah, that, that's how the name came out.
0: That's dope that's cool because i kind of um we're just talking about on the uh other episode i I haven't put it out yet but um that i did last night a couple of my friends we were talking about how hardcore kind of has always had this like adversarial us versus them mentality you know and that how over the years that's kind of disappeared a little bit like there's you know what i mean and uh i think that a name like mh chaos kind of it just draws a line in the sand. It's like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're with us. You're not with them. Like if you Google MH chaos, you're going to, you're going to find out, like you're going to start looking, maybe uh, it might shock somebody to, or or hopefully open their eyes to some of the weird ass stuff that goes on in our government and stuff like that, you know? Absolutely. And uh, like you said, I mean, coming from different backgrounds and shit and taking that different places and, representing your home and and who we are and what we stand for as as a people um i think that that is it it just feels like you guys are carrying the flag well you know about like what hardcore is about and what hardcore is supposed to be about and what it represents and like as soon as I, because I'm I'm kind of a, a bit of a conspiracy, not myself, yeah. <laughs> like you know. And I saw the name MH Chaos, and I was like, oh, somebody knows, somebody in this band knows something. You know? Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Dave Rosstelo is, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, might be a man after my own heart. But um, I'll tell yeah, you too. Yeah. Is he does he uh write most of the lyrics too?
1: Um, it's split between me and him. Yeah, oh. I'll do yes so yeah it's me and him we would work on it together and yeah That's it's, cool. it's it's a great experience working together yeah we yeah
0: uh, i like um, great. no i i like uh i mean hammer of chaos was was that your first song
1: uh that we wrote lyrically
0: yeah or like was it like in general Was that your first song
1: I think your turn to learn musically was
0: yeah lyrically
1: lyrically go yes hammer of chaos came before any of them
0: yeah because I've had tons of road trips at this point of just screaming
1: chaos
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just love it dude it's it just it fits so much like you have this whole theme around the band that just like I love it (laughs) and then and then the song nine millimeter kind of scares me a little bit I'm not gonna lie but I feel it. Yeah, oh I hear you. No, no, I'm I'm playing around, but um, so the uh, so the album, uh, Richie and Joe put that out on Fast Break, and that's yeah. probably. I mean, I'm from Central PA, so everything Fast Break does, you know, we're watching, and for sure, you know, they have. I mean, they're they're pretty much taste makers in hardcore. I think that, like, you know, they, you know, they have this like kind of power to they find something good put it up and put it out and it it's almost always a dunk and like <laughs> you know mh chaos was a dunk yeah um but uh so i uh just talking about the album a little bit more though i, I wanted to figure out you know where'd you guys record was it out in chicago
1: it was um a, just a town outside of Chicago called New Lennox, mm-hmm. um called the Nook Recording Studio with a long time friend. His name's Nick Nativo. Okay. Um we all know him so well, just good friends. just yeah. made sense. Um and he did, you know, we just love him and it's a very fun and comfortable recording process. Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of Took what the whole year or whatever, writing and recording it, and we're, we're super proud of it. And yeah, excited to you know play play these songs. And
0: yeah, well, it's it's real comfortable sounding too. Like it's like groovy. It's not too tight. It's like everybody kind of you can tell you guys are vibing when you're playing the music. You know what I mean? Like it has yeah, like a yeah, it has like a like a vibe to it. Um, and then the EP. That you did was that recorded at the same place
1: yeah dude yeah
0: this they have like a similar sound
1: yeah no yeah the split the demo and the full length were all recorded there and then the my kind of hate from within comp song was recorded by yeah. ourselves and then sent to taylor young to mix and, and re-amp which is cool experience too we just didn't have you know with pandemic going on we just Kind of were just chilling and getting more into the realm of recording ourselves, so yeah. the opportunity was there, so do you record uh, at home? uh the guitars, yes, mm-hmm. um, and then the drums we went to our practice spot, hooked up whatever shitty mics we found playing sure. around,
0: Been there, done that, man
1: yeah what, sure. do you, what do you use to record uh I was using this Apollo solo little interface. And mm-hmm. then uh, my friend Serge from Sector and Hold my own, he, uh, he's got a bigger interface that puts more channels on there. I, I forgot what it's called, but it's got, you know, it's pretty standard. It's got, you know, enough channels to record like eight mics. So it worked Damn. out. And Yeah. I was stoked on how it turned out. I was stoked on the sound and what Taylor did to it. It was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you said that he reamped it. So, like for anybody listening, what exactly does that
1: mean? Uh, That's a good question. Um, Pretty much, I would record a dry signal into my computer. It was just always just it sounds like an acoustic guitar, basically, right? Right? And then Mm -hmm. Taylor will take that signal and play it through one of his amps. That sounds really good and chunky. Get a nice chug out of it, and then he will record literally, replay the, the the track and record it and get that. So it's almost like, you know, we're at his studio in a way. So it's, it's cool mm-hmm. to get that opportunity. So we're stoked on that.
0: Fascinating what you can do anymore, isn't it? And for real. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I use, uh, I don't know if you can see it. This little orange <laughs> box here is an 11 rack. Shit. And. Basically it's a guitar interface. You download tones right into there. Um, they are outdated now. So it's tough to find like current tones. Um, but I use what I've got and it seems to be pretty good. That's an or- orange rack. It's called an 11 rack. It's uh, I, don't oh, know, an 11. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the company is. I'm not great with the digital stuff. I could talk analog yeah. all day, but um the, uh, yeah, basically, like I downloaded uh, Mesa Dual Rec right into it and boom. Sounds good. <laughs> it's so weird, you know? Because, um, like, I played Tube Amps my entire life and I really resisted technology. And then it wasn't until COVID where I really started getting into, you know, like working digitally and trying to figure out like all that different stuff. And I had no idea that you could just record a dry signal in and send it somewhere. I mean, it really is truly amazing technology.
1: Yeah. I had no idea up until doing that, too. I'm sick. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I, I didn't know it was how easy it was to just, like, someone dumb like me to fucking record at home, you know? Like, <laughs> I thought it was hard. Like, I thought it would take, and it was still pretty hard for me to set up.
0: But, <laughs> yeah, man, it worked out. YouTube, too, is a huge help. I don't know if you used any of the tutorials on there, but. I was on youtube for a while like learning how to like do all this shit and everything it's pretty yeah. cool
1: uh, um, Yeah. so what guitars do you play mainly just esp guitars mm-hmm. um i don't know what compelled me to get these guitars one day it just i saw them and i saw i don't know i picked one up in like the standard series ones most of those ones they're not in production anymore
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh so you've got to kind of just gotta buy them used on reverb online or ebay or whatever yeah um but yeah i like those guitars man though there's they just play nice i mean I yeah know. yeah my
0: friend uh andy that's in watcher is uh he's a big esp fan too and i just i had an ltd when i was younger i've never gotten into the esp though but i've had like every every time I talked to him about guitars. He's like railing on me with the ESP. I play this. uh, uh, This guitar is. It was made by a guy that lives like maybe a half hour from here or something like that. He was a guitar maker. Yeah. And I guess it's more of like a jazz guitar. But, you know, I have 56 gauge strings on it and it does just fine. I put Seymour Duncan blackouts in it. Yeah, it's it's a cool guitar. It's a real nice guitar. And um, Yeah. yeah solid body solid body through neck like just yeah it's beautiful wood grain you know um and it was dirt cheap because like nobody knew what it was and i don't know i mean it yeah does me it does what i needed to do which is a lot of breakdowns and stuff like that i'm not (laughs) you know
1: badass guitar dude i like the British
0: so you're all ESP
1: yeah, that's all I got.
0: <laughs> yeah. What do you have I in got, EMGs?
1: Yeah, um EMGs and then Simo Simo Duncan's and then on one my horizon I got like this custom ESP Japan pickup that I was in it. It sounds sick. I mean sits well in the mix. It's nothing like too crazy, but it sounds
0: ESP good. Japan is it like a passive
1: yeah uh, it's a passive It it, it looks like a Simo duncan mm-hmm. but it says it's red it's got like a red lettering on it um i'll say i will send you a pic like what okay. it looks like, but it sounds yeah. good you know? i'm I mean, kind of
0: a nerd for stuff like that that's fuck yeah, really what's your rig what do you play live with
1: Usually lately, I've been playing an Angle Savage One Hundred and Twenty Mark Two with the an Angle uh, uh the Four by Twelve Pro Cam mm-hmm. Four by Twelve. I I love the sound, dude. It does the, okay. when I plug it in. You know, I feel good playing it. You know.
0: Yeah, man. Um, somebody, somebody I know has the angle. I've never played out of one, but. Dude. Good. yeah i've heard i know the sound uh is that the only amp you have do you have anything else
1: i had a angle set uh, uh fireball 25. Mm-hmm. i just sold it but i just ordered an angle iron ball 20. okay which is a smaller amp. i think i was wanted to maybe get it to maybe like fly with maybe mm-hmm. just carry it with me maybe yeah, that yeah. would have, i don't yeah, know not that big Yeah, I think it would just make sense to hold it and put in a little bag and put it up
0: in the thing. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. (laughs) So you fly a lot here and there. I mean, here and there, I don't have any plans to go anywhere right now. Are you back in
0: Chicago right now? Yeah. Yeah. Really? So did you travel all day today?
1: Yeah. uh, Yesterday.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Got back yesterday and that's been pretty chill
0: yeah how far of a drive is
1: that oh do we f- we you flew. flew okay, we okay. flew, and, yeah it was a pretty short flight so i was gonna say that that had
0: like if you drove it had to have been like 13 or 14 hours
1: yeah uh it was a pretty cheap flight, dude so yeah it made sense yeah it's not so that far it, yeah so one show it was dope though six it's, it's yeah. a great time.
0: Yeah, that's fucking cool, and yeah. uh, I saw too online that um, you guys were rehearsing at um, oh uh, what's the what's the rehearsal spot called? Because I've seen Fury of Five posting uh, their rehearsal in the rehearsal spot too.
1: Dude, that was amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. What's it called? Hellhound. You oh. yeah, dude. Dude, it was it was an honor to you know Eddie at Hellhound. That guy was very hospitable yeah that was a very cool experience like so many cool bands that we admire practice there so yeah it was was sick dude he just had like a rig ready for me like he was like yo do you want to use this 5150 this Marshall with cab what cab what what, what do you want to use you know sick
0: that's awesome yeah so um are all of you guys in hold my own are you all from out Chicago area
1: uh, yeah, all of us except Greg. Greg lives in New—I mean, he lives in New Jersey, and then sometimes California.
0: Okay. So does that yeah. make it does that make it hard to play live?
1: Um, no he he. Greg is actually pretty committed, and he will come out for a practice early or something like that, or make stuff like that happen where we'll practice. You know, before the show. Um, it works out, and. I think he's super open to like meeting up as much as possible and playing shows. So it honestly feels like it's, it's like doesn't feel any different.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you guys um like write digitally or anything? Do you send stuff back and forth? How does that work?
1: Yeah, it, it, lyrically uh yeah, like well I mean all the the guitars and the drums that will be done in Chicago, then we'll okay. get that done and then send and then I'll, I'll come up with like lyric ideas and then go back. Greg will go back and forth on ideas. And in that part, yeah, I mean, I'll record a demo. He will record record a demo. We'll go back and forth on shit and it'll be done. And then we'll get the final finished things, which makes it awesome because I, I think the vocals and all that shit turns out really cool because we spend a good amount of time on it.
0: Yeah. Do you, um, will the uh, hold my own demo? Did you guys record that yourself?
1: Yeah. Shit, Uh, seriously? Yeah, we recorded (laughs) the music ourselves, but Taylor also mixed that and reamped it. Yeah, okay. And then he recorded Greg's vocals. I recorded my own vocals right where I'm fucking sitting right now. For real? Yeah, just sitting here putting a mic to my
0: mouth. (laughs) Dude, the, the technology, man. It's crazy. Dude, I know it's crazy this but because like listening to that demo it does not sound like a demo man it's like just good quality like
1: see taylor come out swinging dude thank you man yeah taylor he's fucking he knows the vibe like he knows
0: and he's uh in he was in twitching tongues right yeah talking about the same guy
1: yes yes how'd you get linked up with him I, one time, I just messaged him. I was like, Yo, I had just done recording of the Sector EP, and I was pretty stoked on how it turned out. So I might have punished people, like, Yo, you should check this out. You know? Yeah, so yeah. I hit him up, and I was like, Hey, man, if you get a chance to mean, Little Worlds, maybe we we'll check it out. And he, and then he, he he checked it out almost immediately and sent back like 10 comments on it. He was like, Yo, this is sick. I think this and this about it. And then I was like, dude, thank you. He's like, yeah, man, whenever, you know, you want to do, I made should come record with me one time or any band, you know. So I just kept that in mind and hit him up, like, had this stupid idea to, to just randomly record a sector shit at home. And he ended up mixing it. So he, he kind of was just since then been down to fucking do whatever.
0: That's sick. But That's so yeah.
1: cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm grateful for it because he seems like he does a lot of cool shit and he's pretty busy. So it's cool that he takes the time for some like random kids to fucking do that.
0: Well, and like hit you back with notes like
1: that was like, sick. I yeah. actually
0: listened to it like I, I believe me, man. I know how hard it is to get people to listen to something. I mean, it's, you know, when you Dude, work yeah. on some music and then I you agree. send it around. You don't get you don't get that kind of feedback that often.
1: I can't even get my own some my some my own bandmates to fucking, listen to yeah. fucking shit, let alone you know. No, I'm I kidding. No, I'm guilty
0: bad. of it too. I'm guilty of it too. I mean, me like, too. people will send me music, okay. and I'm like, I'll get to it. I'll, I swear, I'll, I'll listen to it. Me I, too. I feel bad about it, but like, it's I I get set in my ways with the music I listen to, and you know, usually too with me anymore, it's podcasts, so. I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, I know exactly what you mean, like hitting somebody up and I've sent I've sent music to like random ass people like I sent uh, I, I made some music one time I sent it to Zeus, the producer. Yeah, You know who I'm talking about? And yeah. um, and <laughs> he hit me back and was like, I just wanted to tell you I'm too busy. I can't give you like good feedback on this, but good luck. And I was like, I just appreciate you hitting me back. Yeah, like That's insane. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been cool if you checked it out. Great. But at least you're yeah. honest. Nine times yeah. out of 10, people don't even like, I feel like they wouldn't even open the message. Or like, there's been people that I've hit up to interview for this show. And they're like, I appreciate it, but I'm not really into that. I'm like, hey, I, I appreciate that more than just not and, getting an answer. You know? 100%. Yeah, not
1: getting an answer is definitely like way worse than just saying like yeah I guess not like I mean yeah. I mean that's for someone like him he's like yo I'm I'm legit just I appreciate I'm just pretty damn busy that yeah, that's cool I mean exactly like I said, yeah, yeah exactly he's working with like Rob Zombie
0: key. and shit like that I didn't expect him to listen to it to be honest but yeah,
1: <laughs> if he did
0: he did you know
1: yeah for sure Dude, I agree but that's cool communication like communication is key
0: yeah, exactly. And like, that's, that's cool that someone like Taylor, you know, willing to help you guys out and do that for you. And then like you develop the relationship and then he starts to understand a little bit more about like the way that you want to hear things and the way that you, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. And and that's really what I think. Uh, I think that knowing, knowing that's how it happened. I don't know. It just, it's just impressive to me that that you can do a demo that way nowadays you know it's yeah
1: i i mean it's crazy i mean trying to think i wonder how many bands now or even back then fucking did some shit like that and like the record's probably damn pretty damn good
0: yeah so um so with mh let's get back to mh for a little bit um what are some of the best shows you've played so far what are the coolest bands you've played with and stuff
1: um, dude, this latest FY was fucking sick. I yeah,
2: mean,
1: a great, great show. Mm-hmm. It popped off. I mean, it was crazy seeing how many people were going off. And at one time, it was like oh, like a lot of people two stepping. It was like a sea of people two stepping. Pretty sick. Uh that one was sick. Holiday Jam recently was sick. Um. Our our record release show was pretty pretty fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I that was like that was a really cool Chicago show. LA bands
0: what bands uh played with you at your record release?
1: Uh Queensway, Section 8, uh Des Modere, uh one mm-hmm. on one. They one on the one on one, that was a six set. Yeah. Uh and then Sector played. As well. Okay very yeah. cool i'm yeah. all about section hate these days dude fucking crazy <laughs> awesome man that that record was awesome
0: yeah yeah that record was incredible there's a few like left turns in that that just
1: kind of like come at you out of nowhere suit i yeah. made it yeah that's a memorable record it's you see sick. the
0: videos of the shows out there too that they're playing like they're fucking maniacs it's
1: insane dude like so on a whole different level
0: would you guys be able to do that kind of shit in chicago fuck no yeah around here they surround us and arrest us all
1: (laughs) (laughs) dude yeah i know how that i i don't know
0: man there was a while there too there was a while there too where it was like every week a big video was coming out from like some show in california and i'm like how are all of these people not in jail what the fuck is going on out there
1: yeah that's yeah. just, like, right after when everything was coming back. I was like, yeah. this is unbelievable.
0: Like, giant fires and shit. They had that one <laughs> show that was, like, under the highway. I don't even know. I know. I, I've i never been to a show, like, quite like that. <laughs> yeah, we've had some pretty wild ones here, but nothing like that.
1: Yeah, that shit's crazy.
0: But uh, so anyway, though, for a record release show, that's a pretty stacked lineup.
1: Yeah, dude, it was, it was a good time. It's at like Cobra Lounge, a venue we all really enjoy. Feels like home. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, I I've never even been to CBGBs, but I'm gonna fucking say it's like our CBGBs. Yeah, feels like yeah, that. no doubt, no doubt.
0: Oh yeah, that's cool. Um, how long have you been doing this?
1: On um, this band, or just? Well, I mean, just
0: like playing hardcore, hardcore? and doing
1: shows, and yeah. I guess shit. 2008 was probably right. the year that I came kind of early was in it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That's cool. It yeah. that was a great time too. Dude. Yeah. I feel pretty damn grateful. Yeah. What was your first band? That I was in. Um, yeah. It was, I guess, technically Unreckoned. It was the, net, the, the first band was Unreckoned. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was from the Illinois area. We played some dope shows, you know. I was grateful for the experience. It really got me my foot into this world, so I'm really mm-hmm. grateful for it. Like it okay. was, It was, I mean, look at like we sucked ass when we started. Like we were. Oh man, I was in a ton of bad bands. For sure. <laughs> dude, dude, it was horrendous. I mean, yeah, I feel you.
0: That's good. That's you know, it's allowed to suck. That's yeah. how you get your feet wet in hardcore. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, um, so what other bands were you in after that? What, like, what uh,
2: got you
1: here? I guess, uh, i I did. After that, I sang in a power violence band. It was called. We called it Stalin Youth. Nice. Really fucking dumb name, man. But hey. it it was. I think, and through that band, I got more into hardcore. I feel like. And just we we got more into like playing random covers of bands i, I started to understand more of it. I think I'm, I'm by myself, I started growing more of a liking for it. yeah, so from there, kept this bit'm reckoning going on this band kind of going on um reckoning was kind of done. then I started linking up with um this new kind of group of people who are ended up being called bitter thoughts who is now most of MH. Um, We kind of just linked up when we were young, went to shows that were happening and our Unreckoned and, and this group of, you know, one of their bands were playing and we kind of became friends. So it just kind of made sense to eventually that, you know, we were in a band together. So we started jamming together. Bitter Thoughts became a thing and through Bitter Thoughts kind of just, more bands developed Bitter thoughts kind of um fizzled away and yeah i mean now we got mh we got more bands from there i think it's just a connection through all this of meeting people and going to shows and mm-hmm. has led us all to this now so that's sick. pretty dope yeah dude and
0: uh, doing that. how about your influences like uh what bands were you into when you were coming up in hardcore?
1: early on you you a terror was a huge band mm-hmm. you know seen terror a lot um the um uh, cruel hand at that time backtrack mm-hmm. naysayer um uh, a I lot of that. those bands. i
0: remember those bands going on tour yeah I
1: saw dude those they bands were in Pittsburgh. Fuck yeah! yeah. Ty, Bad mm-hmm. Seed. I mean, Brace War. A lot of these like bands, like Madball. A lot of these main bands that, like, I feel like. I mean, they, when they first start. I, I just was. I really like those bands, and mm-hmm. um, I think before that, I got into a lot of more metalcore stuff. That was happening within my scene. Mm-hmm. So there was bands like Through the Fire, Oceanos, a different a, like a Death Deathcore, more Deathcore, Death Metal. Death yeah, yeah.
0: Were they from your area? Pretty, what was that? Were they from your area?
1: Yeah, they they you were. Should. Yeah. Um. So I saw a lot of that shit. Like there was like two. So I feel like at a the time there was like two avenues I was getting into. It was like through this Power Violence span I was getting into a lot. of punk rock and like some more punk hardcore shit. And then do Unwrecking, you know, there was either we would be playing with hardcore bands or, you know, deathcore bands, whatever the fuck, metalcore bands. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was getting exposed to a lot of shit. And then at one point, you know, I don't know, uh, this band Unwrecking just ended. The people involved were done. Bitter Thoughts became more of a thing. You know, hardcore just continually became more a part of my life and yeah everything else like didn't matter i guess
0: <laughs> yeah it's kind of addicting isn't it like yeah you know you get like thrown into it and before you know it you're 15 years in and <laughs> 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 yeah man Dude. i i feel you how was uh playing in a power violence band must have been
1: fun, it too. was it was cool i had a good time it, it was like a lot of stupidity a lot of yeah. fucking just not giving a fuck. I, it was some of the best times. Just it was a good time. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and then uh
0: bitter thoughts. Um kind of a familiar name to me, but yeah, I, I uh I don't know, did you guys play around very much? I, I, mean, I feel hard. like I, I feel like I heard that
1: name. Honestly, mainly just around Chicago, mm-hmm. Indiana, Milwaukee.
0: That's cool. Is we there started, much is there uh, much going on out there
1: in in our area over here, yeah, like show wise dude yeah, I mean, I feel like it's like the best it's been ever, mm-hmm. and it's always been pretty consistent, like we've always had pretty damn good shows, and uh, I think it's always been a pretty damn solid scene, so um we got we got that uh drain pain of truth restraining order uh uh. Stands to a show coming to on Chicago on Thursday, which will be cool.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually going to see them uh in Pittsburgh at Preserving Hardcore on Saturday. So uh, I'd like to I'd like to interview them. I'd like to bring my setup over there because he's got a room over there that I could do it in. Let's see dude, if I can get a couple of those. Do you know any of those guys?
1: In uh in Drain? Yeah,
0: or Pain of Truth.
1: Yeah. I I bet they would love to do it, dude. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. I bet they would love to do. Drain's
0: that. doing big things.
1: That's another dude, one
0: yeah. of those bands that they have these shows that you see the videos of them and you're just like, I know, seas of fucking people. Amazing, <laughs> like they're like,
1: insane. Yeah, the so fucking sick.
0: I'm happy for them. i they're killing it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, bro. You Preserving know? hardcore is sick too. That would be cool for that to be there. Yeah, you know, six bot.
0: Well, he um, have you ever been there?
1: Dude, yeah, M.H. played there actually right before Holiday Jam. We got to stay up right in, in, in the rooms.
0: You know, yeah. Did you play in the church?
1: In the, no, dude, we didn't play in and the Not, church.
0: I mean, like in the basement of the church.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Shit. Yes. Okay, and did uh, Struck play that show?
1: No, okay. not that one.
0: D-Block block okay there was a reason that I couldn't go because I wanted to i i specifically remember you guys playing around yeah, and that must have been the show that I'm thinking of but um yeah yeah, but he used to have uh his record shop in the building next door to that church that he's in now yeah. and it was this it's like the basement of a courthouse oh yeah, and it was real cramped and and he had some real cool bands uh i actually i think shattered realm played there which is why i asked if you were with them. when um but uh this new place that he has man i mean i guess it's not so new anymore it feels new but like it's just like it's like the perfect venue he's turned it into fucking just insane shit
1: i agree very cool the record shop and the museum insane
0: yeah yeah and uh There's this other room. I guess it was like the main church room. But uh, if you ever look online on YouTube, uh, Code Orange did a live set there. And it's weird. Um, I don't know how they do this shit. I mean, have you ever seen anything Code Orange has done? Everything is like very, very over the top and very like high production quality. Yeah. So like they did this like projection on like the entire stage and back wall and everything like that i don't know i mean it's they they just uploaded the whole set recently but they did it over covid and it's at that's where it that was yeah yeah that's at preserving hardcore no shit. yeah and I, it's just amazing to you know what i mean like they they transformed that room into something completely different like like i said if you didn't know it was there you'd never know it was there and then you go downstairs and it's like the dopest hardcore venue ever
1: uh, AJ provided that for them. That's so sick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're all, they have a good scene over there. And I mean, AJ sure. has done insane things for the scene. um I got to get him on the show yeah. because every episode, I, uh, somebody brings him up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because he's done, like, it doesn't matter who I have on. Somebody ends up bringing him up because he's done so much. Oh,
1: yeah. You know? He's a man.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. I'm glad that MH has played there already. Cause I was gonna say if you haven't, I realize now you did, but if you haven't, you have to, or you at least have to go back. Agreed, man. Much love to him and preserving man for sure. What other places um around have you guys played at? Like have you played at the uh that sanctuary that's in Detroit?
1: Uh, sector did play there, actually. Yeah. Uh, Six spot. I really like I really liked terror zone podcast he uh rob put that on yeah that was a he's, yeah, he's my, a
0: friend of mine too yeah
1: dude, fuck yeah yeah he's a cool guy dude hell yeah that was that venue's sick like mm-hmm. with air conditioning
0: and shit yeah. <laughs> yeah i actually haven't gotten out there and i really want to i've told him like three times now that I, there's shows out there that i was gonna go to and i just never have but <laughs> i know I, I gotta get out there. Um and then uh, there was another place there was another place around that I wanted to ask you about playing with that I thought MH played at, but um anyway, w- what are some uh, cool things you've done with sector?
1: Because you guys
0: did a lot on the road, didn't you?
1: Um, nothing too much, man. I mean, so far, we've played Detroit, uh Indiana, Chicago shows, mainly a lot of hometown shows. We're going to try to play a few other shit. Um I think we might be playing Canada soon, which I'll be sick. Oh, yeah. Gonna try to get to Japan. That would be dope. Um I mean I'm just you know excited that we've been able to do the music that we've done. We're about to start recording a full length in May eight songs on Retribute Records. So dope so, so for that man. And then we'll yeah we'll just keep trying to just keep doing our thing and keep playing shows. Maybe try to do some weekends and shit. But yeah, dude. Great. I mean, when we put out that EP that we recently did, the virus of hate EP, it we put it out the day pretty much fucking pandemic started, yeah. which was fucking funny. So we didn't get to play too many shows right away, but now we are. So it's been it's been fun.
0: I felt bad for a lot of the bands that were putting stuff out at the beginning of the pandemic or like <laughs> you know put all this work into these fucking albums and then they were dropping them in like January and February and shit and then everything yeah, right.
1: everything <laughs> shut down in March. Dude, that's the box <laughs> for real. Dude, yeah I'm sure like yeah. That shit is literally just it's so just put a huge fucking make people figure out doing a bunch of random different shit and like Code Orange doing their thing. For example, I mean yeah i feel like a lot of cool shit came from it and now yeah hardcore is coming back like full swinging and shit's crazy now so that's pretty cool well i was
0: i was real pessimistic about it because you know hardcore hardcore's has hit a couple rough patches in the past you know like decade or so where like things seem yeah. to fall off here and there and and sure. i was like you know covid to me was like the final nail in the coffin you know, yeah. I was like, I was like, shit, who's going to come out the shows after? But I mean, my faith is back, right? dude. Like it. Dude, yeah.
1: Holy shit. I, I know. <laughs> I agree. For a minute there, I was like, damn, what's I don't know. <laughs> but then like these California shows, like all this shit. I'm like, man, I was dead wrong.
0: Well, so you had the California shows and then you had uh it was, I think the first I had I mean, we had some quiet shows you can not tell anybody or you know whatever some things happened here or there, but like the first big show over here on the east Coast that I saw was uh Madball in the park, and it was Madball Wisdom and Murphy's Law, and I can't remember who else played, but uh and then that was like that was that was a big deal that was a controversy. Yeah. There was a lot of people that were very upset that Madball played, you know. And then uh, and then I saw California was going crazy, and I was like, ah, you know what? No, no, we're, we're past it now. We can have shows. You know, if California's doing it, then <laughs> I guess we're okay. Yeah, we're all how, good. <laughs> how long did it take you guys to um, start having shows again in Chicago? Or do you guys just have that don't give a fuck mentality and you never stopped? <laughs>
1: Um. No, you know I. No one actually did a. Don't give a fuck show. Right. But they we did like a people did like pop ups and shit like that. Yeah. I can't remember when the the first show there. I remember it came back quick, but. I think my damn. My first show back was that Mad Ball, the Reverb show. Yeah. I think that was the one that I first went to. Um, but then Chicago, when I came back like a couple weeks later, like Chicago had a show. Then we had that outdoor show where the killer played um, mm-hmm. outside. That was sick. That was like that was like the first official kind of sh- show back in Chicago. I got you. Yeah. I, I mean, think the
0: first one that we saw was uh June of 2020. Okay. We started sneaking around having secret shows and shit.
2: Damn. And that was kind of yeah,
0: man. I know it was like, but it was like a secret. It was like you okay. can't talk about this. Like, listen, if you gonna <laughs> come in. Like I felt I felt like we were like, you know, doing a deal or something like that. Like it was machine Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying,
0: man. Really, like, i man. I remember
1: seeing videos of it. <laughs> <laughs> the videos look sick, I mean. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to, I'm not going to say, like, who was putting on shows or whatever, but whoever did it, they did a damn good job. I don't oh, know yeah. if that's. I don't know. I don't know what like was it were we like not allowed to gather? Was that illegal? Was it not illegal? But it was just like not socially cool or like you know what I mean? Like there was yeah, there was such a gray area at that time of like what was allowed and what wasn't allowed.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, you don't know what today's what today's climate, who's saying what and shit. So
0: or like what's gonna be next. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what's gonna be next? <laughs> so um well uh anything that uh you want to talk about do you have anything else coming up i mean i know you're getting ready to go in the studio with sector um yeah what's on the horizon with all
1: these bands Uh, for hold my own um we just recorded four songs we're gonna put out an ep soon we're gonna do a couple splits with some bands just keep it moving Do some shows and weekends and shit like that um for Sector, you know, we'll, we'll record this shit, keep doing shows, you know, keep up in Chicago, Shattered Realm, you know, keep, we'll probably play some shows, try to do some out-of-state shit. I'm obviously out-of-state because I don't fucking, eat, like, they live in, we all live in different places, but. Sure, sure. Um, MH, it's gonna, you know, keep it going and doing what we do
0: and shit to mh chaos
1: bro we're down that would be amazing looking forward to it no doubt so um looking forward to meeting and hanging yeah dude absolutely
0: man and uh you know before we go we're gonna wrap it up here um where can people find you online
1: find your bands and stuff like that yeah I would, all the bands you know they're they're on the social media shit most of them mm-hmm. um you can find me uh, on Instagram. Dark Seeds of Man is the Instagram, both Twitter and Instagram, um, name of that EGH album. Yeah, yeah. Find me on there. They want to see anything. I usually put. I I, I like posting about bands and shit usually. So, cool. They can definitely find me there. Yeah, dude, that's (laughs) awesome. Yeah,
0: everything's on Instagram nowadays. That's where I just keep it. Easier that way.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed.
0: All right, man. Well, um, I'm going to wrap it up here. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank dude. you so much.
1: Th- thank you, man. I mean, thank you for having me on, on this, on Wasted Radio, man. I mean, it's, just, it's been awesome. And getting to talk to you about this shit. I mean, thank you for even oh. wanting me on this show. I appreciate oh, dude, you. Dude, of course. Of course. Okay. And And <laughs> you're welcome
0: to come back on anytime, anytime you guys have something to promote or talk about or whatever open platform, thanks dude for sure thanks dude i
1: think dave, dave i think you two would have a lot to talk about in terms of conspiracy.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we might get ourselves in trouble too you know <laughs> <laughs> you know how that is nowadays you talk about that stuff people think you're nuts
1: yeah I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't know these things yeah it's true brother it's true